Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where normally we revisit all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. But today we're going to be delving deeper into our, our series, The Hills Have Size, duh, where we're covering The Hills New Beginning Season 2. Today we'll be discussing Episode 2, Best Friends Kissing. I'm your host, Frank Pezenite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. I didn't know um, that. I didn't catch the episode title this time. Oh, it's a maze. Um, yeah. I only caught it today because when I was doing my rewatch, like it showed up on the DVR. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was too excited that the theme song was back this week. So, so very excited. Um, that is actually my first note that the theme song is back. Like it's, thank God. Yeah. Um, I also think now were Jason and Ashley like title card holders last season. I don't remember. Jason might have been, but I don't think Ashley was. Oh, she's moved up. She has moved up. Yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah. (laughs) So we open the episode and we are at Heidi and Spencer's and Spencer is hosing down the porch because he says they're about to host someone. Um, And then we see that it's Audrina and Sean and they're having breakfast, brunch, something like that. Um, Audrina's hair looks amazing. Like, yeah. I meant to say that last time. Like, her hair is fucking killing it. There was one scene this episode where it didn't look great um, when she's actually with Whitney, but um, the rest of it looks amazing. I want to know, though, why she's wearing high-waisted chef's pants. <laughs> I want to know... I, I want to understand the Hills treatment of COVID. I really do. And I'm going to try to let it go as the season goes on, I promise. But this episode, there were so many occasions where people would get in front of other people and say, oh, good, I can take my mask off now. It's like, no, what? No. Well, And even in this scene, a little later, I was going to say, like, Spencer says, COVID letting people have a little bit of a life again. And I'm like, this was filmed, like, in the early fall? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? My note in all caps says, what are they talking about? I know. So I'm going to, I'm just getting it out there. But there are several examples of it in this episode where people are like, oh, we're, we're allowed to live now. COVID's over. But this was filmed over six months ago. What I'm guessing they mean is, well, that is that we are in production. We have to get tested constantly and we now know each other is safe and we can be, I mean, I'm assuming that's the hidden meaning behind all of this. Like COVID's letting up and where things are good. Yeah, guess so. So Sean and Audrina, after their date that we saw last week, he apparently sent her a massage gift card. Is that what he gave her? Yes. So, but here's the confusing thing. And I think, cause she said, oh, I got the call and I was like, oh, I, so he must've bought it on the phone. And then they called her like spa and said like, oh, you've been gifted, whatever. Like the only thing that makes sense to me is I once got one of our mutual friends, a gift card to a restaurant for her wedding. Um, and it was through text. <laughs> like it was text to her. Oh, so I wonder okay. if this was something similar with the spa gift certificate. Maybe. Okay. Um, he also showed up to brunch with a bottle of Dom. Yeah. I was like, I'm really rethinking like my dislike of, well, not dislike of him, but that he's a loser. Cause I mean like giving out massages and bringing Dom, like sign me up. Honestly, giving a woman a massage after a nice first date. That's, that's a nice touch. I think it is a nice touch, but I also feel like not on TV in the real world. It's a little try hard in the real world. It. Yeah. Yeah. They would be it's, like, Ugh. it's too much, but Maybe like after a few dates or once, you know, you really like someone, like maybe once it evolves a little bit, it's just a good gift more is what I'm saying. (laughs) And I really want one. I also feel like based on Sean's general vibe and his hands, 
I think he has like a disgusting, very long, but incredibly thin pig dick. Ew, okay. Like a like a dick like a pig would have. <laughs> like a like a pencil. Okay. Yeah. I'm not here for it. Okay. Like a pizzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like a hundred percent convinced that's the case. I would be willing to bet a lot of money on it. I mean, I trust you. I feel like you have a PhD in this area. I have a, a, a PhD in the Yes, day. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to create you business cards. Um, so then, of course, they, they roll Gunner out in front of Audrina and Sean, their new favorite prop, Gunner. He's um, so cute, though. He is cute. Um, and so they start talking about how he's going to be a big brother, or Heidi does anyway. Um, and we get this interesting confessional of Spencer. Basically, they're joking that he's going to miss Heidi catering to him once she has another baby. And he actually, it was kind of sweet and sad in a way that Spencer was saying Heidi was so about Gunner when he was a newborn that he really is enjoying having Heidi back now yeah. that Gunner is older and he doesn't want to lose her again. Like he said it was at least, what, 18 months uh-huh. Of just like her completely on the child. Um, and I, I actually thought that was kind of sweet. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I feel like I know that like later in the season, well, probably next week, um, Spencer's going to become a monster again. But up till now, this is almost like a redemption arc for him because he's being a great husband and father. Like uh, even like later in the episode when he's not talking so much about like, him missing Heidi paying attention to him. But he also says like, I want her to have some time to like eat sushi and drink champagne and live a little, like she's been exhausted for two years. Like I want her to have a little bit of a vacation before we have another baby. So like as a husband and father, he's killing it, I think. I know, I would agree. Um, So then they played truth or dare. I don't know what transition to that, but that's my next note. Fucking truth. Yeah. It wasn't even, I mean, it was so stupid. It, it was high school. This is the kind of bullshit you do if you're in high school and you're setting your friend up with someone. Not if you're almost 40. Right. And so Audrina says she looks for, um, let's see. Loyalty. Yeah. Humor, loyalty, and respect. And good arms. And then they ask Sean. And the first thing he says is a beautiful face. And then loyalty. He said something else that I didn't catch. And then a good mom. Which gross, like whatever. Beyond gross. And I like, that's the dumbest question. And people ask it all the time. And it's, everyone says the same thing. A sense of humor, kind of, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like Audrina probably is all into his hands because he's got those long fingers so he can bang her into another dimension. Um, <laughs> like, it, it, less, I mean, you want somebody hot. Like when you first started dating, when you first start dating someone, you want somebody hot and like the other stuff comes later. Yeah, I know. Um, you want someone who like returns your texts and isn't a psychopath. And well, um, what was very telling though is in her confessional, she says, um, when she's talking about him, she says, sometimes people grow on you, which is code for I'm going to settle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all that means. <laughs> or it's like, I'm going to keep dating this guy because he's nice to me, but I actually don't like it. And I prefer yeah. to go back to someone else. Yeah. 100%. Um, and Gunner was wearing the same Gucci cardigan that Heidi was wearing in the last episode. And I look forward to their Sears family portrait. Um, is it the same one in baby size or is um, Heidi terrible at laundry and she shrunk it? I feel like it could really go either way. 
You know that kid has a child wardrobe of Gucci, though. Of course, I was kidding, but... Yeah, I mean, I I just like that it's the gold emblems and it's full Mr. Rogers style. And if Spencer doesn't have it, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, I'm sure. He must. He must. Yeah. And then Brody's back in his bathroom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I want this to be a weekly thing. Yeah, it might be. I will... (laughs) I will say, um, Brody's not doing a whole lot right now, is he? As evidenced by that funny thing I sent you earlier today. But he's he's not doing a whole lot without DJing and drinking. Well, I want to know, like, not that anyone was doing a lot in pandemic. To be fair, I was a little confused by this because literally last week he was like, "I want nothing to do with girls." Like, uh, make me want to drink again. Whatever. Fast forward to a week, he's in the bathroom, bathtub with a fembot. Yeah. Fake, her fake contacts are terrible. Like either she's got fake contacts or she's got the weirdest eyes I've ever seen. And it made her look like a fembot. And when he said there's an age difference, I honest to God thought she was older than him until he was like, but I'm really young at heart. Yeah. I, and he did, he did go on a thing of dating some really young girls after separating um, from Caitlin because he dated um, Josie Canseco for a while after separating from Caitlin, I believe she was only 19. Um, yeah. And I think this woman might, um, be the same. Yeah. That's her Amber Davis. She's apparently a model. I didn't even catch her name at first. I said, Brody is in the tub with dot, dot, dot. No idea. (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, a bit of an age difference. She is older. She is. How old is she? Wait. Because he said there's an age difference, but it's okay because I'm young at heart, which made me... She looked older than him, but that sentence led me to believe that she was younger than him. Wrong, Amber. Um, Wrong, Amber. She is... Come on, Daily Mail. Don't fail me. Well, while you're looking it up... She's 24. I I actually feel like for Brody, that's somewhat seasoned. I um, also want to know what kind of like etiquette is it to sit in a bathtub naked with your fuck buddy and discuss your ex-wife? I, why, why? That was so painful. And he's basically asking if she has a problem with him being friends with his ex-wife. And what is she supposed to say? He just said, I'm friends with my ex-wife. So, okay. Well, and also if this is truly as soups cash as you claim it is Brody, who, what, why she shouldn't care? Like who cares? Right. You've, you've basically just told the whole world she's not your girlfriend. So what's, what's Why are problem? You asking her? Like, that yeah. doesn't make sense. And then the thing that pushed me over the edge and was very similar to what you sent me today, um, which you should probably, after I say this, tell people what you sent me so they know, yeah. um, was when he went on, he was like, what I realized is like, I just like really love my freedom. I am so sick of privileged rich guys with a ton of money who barely work Act like someone is infringing on their fucking film. You do whatever you want 24-7. You do, Justin Bobby does. Fuck you and all this freedom bullshit. Like, you don't even know what not having freedom is. Yeah. Like, if you could just stop doing your work whenever you fucking feel like it and just pal around because you want to, like, that's, you have freedom all the time. Yeah. I will. when you have to work 40 hours a week. I will pile onto that and I will say I'm also tired of rich people saying that they're doing some soul searching and really looking toward their future. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, so we have, you know, we have Brody and Justin, and then we have Brandon Lee and Audrina looking toward the future, doing some soul searching, really diving deep, trying to discover themselves, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell everyone what you sent me today. Um, so let me find it. Oh, wrong. So there was a Instagram photo someone posted. I actually think it was from the Hills. Um, it was the Hills. It's a picture of Brody with his hair and his hoodie in the scene later where he's with his mom. And someone commented on the photo. I wouldn't mind being Brody Jenner. It's probably nice to eat LSD regularly and never work and surf and somehow be a millionaire with no life skills. And then Brody commented and said, I prefer chocolate mushrooms over LSD. Same Brody. Same. Yeah. But I mean, nail on the head in both cases. But I mean, it's the same thing with Justin Bobby. It's like, or Brandon for that matter. Like, I don't, it's like, whatever. Like if you have the ability to just not work and do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want, like that's fucking freedom. All yeah, the time. it is. Yeah, it, it really is. That's what it is. So then we go to Brandon Lee's and he is making eggs for Daniela. And he again talks about soul searching during their time apart um, and they want to ease back into it. And she says she wants to take things slower. Like they implying that they moved too fast last time. She wants to take things slower this time. And he agrees, but he says it's going to be hard for him to be patient. And you are right. He's a love bomber. He is. He really is. Um, I was bored out of my mind by this whole scene. Yes. I, um, but my favorite was in his confessional look, which is throughout the whole episode, someone needs to get him a 1984 Trans Am immediately. Like a so he can like, So he can match it? Yes. Like he, I, I, I'm wondering if he got that <laughs> outfit out of his dad's closet from the 80s. Like I am here for it. Like it's amazing. It's such a look. No, his dad probably has five, but he went to a vintage store and paid a thousand dollars for one himself. Of course he did. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um, Danielle is kind of cute though. Um, she gives me kind of like baby Nina Dobrev vibes a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, she is cute, but I get, and I have more to say about, well, I'll just say it now. I think she's only in this to be on TV. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it should be said that Brandon is planning a poker night for the guys and he wants Danielle uh, to say hello. To meet his friends. Sure. His TV friends that I'm sure he only talks to during filming, but okay. Who are, you know, 12 years older than him. So then we go to Sun Cafe. And my first thought about this was, I think we've been here before. And oddly enough, I think we've been here before with Whitney, who is also in this scene. Yay. I wonder Um, if she lives nearby. She must. And this, I think, is the same outdoor cafe where we saw Whitney and Caitlin Carter last season talk about Whitney's miscarriage. Oh, I think you're right. Because one of them ordered the shamrock shake and we were like, there's no way these bitches drink that much sugar. And when we found the place, it's like some, you know, vegan smoothie full of spinach and that's what makes it green or something. Um, yes, I believe you are a thousand percent correct. Yeah, because Audrina ordered the Belgian waffles and an Arnold Palmer and I almost fell off my seat. <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> oh, this is that this is that health healthy place. Um, once again, we are hit with a LA weather conundrum. The waiter is wearing a full-on puffer jacket, winter jacket. Notice that. He's wearing like a blazer and Audrina is wearing a short sleeve t-shirt. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Well, someone in that trio is either hot or cold. <laughs> like there's no way they're all a comfortable temperature. Either the waiter is boiling in that big jacket or Adrena is freezing. Like it makes no sense at all. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then they talk about Sean, right? How Audrina wants to find a new guy. Yeah, and Audrina claims that she had no idea who Sean um, Stewart was. Lies, lies, and allegations. Because when they were filming The Hills is when Sean was clubbing all the time. Right. Like, there's no way they were at, like, Ledoux and all. I mean, like, she 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 came across him before. There's no way she didn't know who he was. They've probably, I like that they've probably hooked up before or something. It's ridiculous. I like that Whitney at least was, like, knew who he was. Yeah, of course. And Whitney wasn't even a clubby person. No. And then we go down to Orange County, I presume. Um, well, first to- we need to talk about the fact that Whitney is stellar and that her drink matched her jacket. And I think that oh. was not by accident. No, I'm sure it wasn't. I know. I'm kind of sad that Whitney won't be around as much, but I'm also, for her sake, personally, I'm glad that she's, you know, pulled away a little bit. Yeah. She seems like she's got plenty of good things going on. But we go to Ashley and Jason's um, and Ashley's wearing like this kind of amazing jumpsuit. It's like a coveralls gone chic. I was feeling it. Um, and they have a pet rabbit. Which is cute. My, yeah, she- my sisters used to have a pet rabbit that like ran free in the house. Yeah. Um, and so this is where Ashley tells Jason that, you know, she's been feeling sick all the time and that she's pregnant and nauseous. And did we know she was pregnant before she said it? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Um, to be fair, and- yeah, when someone mentions the pregnancy on these shows, I literally go psychologically blind and deaf and fall into a coma. So yeah, I don't have many notes on this, but Ashley told a very sad story in her confessional about how um, she's very scared this time around to be pregnant because she was pregnant um, over the summer of 2020. So probably, you know, four or five months before um, the pregnancy we're seeing unfold now. Um, and it actually, at one of her checkups, there was no fetus. It was a molar pregnancy, which I had never heard of actually. Um, I hadn't either. And I looked it up. Yeah. It's, it was very sad. And I think the, the takeaway is just that going into this pregnancy, she has a new set of fears that she didn't have with their firstborn. Um, and then I wrote in all caps, Jason looks incredible. (laughs) I, I couldn't focus on what she was saying and she's standing there crying and talking about her nausea and all of her fears and Jason's just standing there in a flannel with like a tan and some face scruff. It was. I will say this though, that although he is looking hot, they must have used his title card from last season where his mm. hair was really short. I like him better with the short hair. Yeah. Yeah. I or, thought he looked a lot hotter in the opening credits than he did in the episode. Yes, I would agree. I like him with a fresher cut, but he maybe he gets a haircut once, you know, COVID lightens maybe. a little bit. Yeah, it's very I, possible. I feel like in some of the scenes from the season, his hair looks better. Okay. But we'll have to, obviously we'll have to scope it out. And then we go see our, another favorite lady, Linda Thompson. Linda Thompson. And did you notice the sign in her house? Like in the garden? It said Brody's Tangerines. Oh God. <laughs> which was weird but like like a street sign like the kind that you'd have like in a garden and the top said Brody's and the bottom said Tangerine like it was two different signs I thought it was very strange I mean Linda does seem like the type of mom who would keep something like that you know for but I mean does Brandon have lemons like I I feel like every child should have some kind of citrus fruit on the property 
I mean, the fact that you just said that, yes, we should tweet her and ask what, <laughs> what avenue of fruit Brandon has. And I bet she'll tell you. She probably would. Yeah. Um, so he comes over with his dog. Um, and Linda admits that she's been doing a whole lot of nothing, which finally someone has a realistic COVID experience. She says she's been doing nothing in her pajamas. And also, do we think that the reason she, because she said, do you mind sitting outside? Do you think that was COVID related? Um, I wondered that because she's older. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, good for her. Yeah, no, it's I'm I was like, finally, thank God somebody is yeah. paying attention to the rules. Yeah. And when she said she hasn't been doing anything or seeing people, I was like, there we go. There's one person on this yep. show. So I'm I'm assuming that it was. Yeah. Um, and she also tells Brody, she said, you look fit like you've lost weight. And I'm wondering if he actually did put on a few pandemic pounds or before he quit drinking, maybe he for Brody. I mean, so what, like five pounds. But for a mother to comment, you know. Um, my favorite thing that she said, and I feel like this was a dig at, at Caitlin. She said, when you meet the right person, you become the right person. Like, do yeah. you think that was stayed at Caitlin? Caitlin, Brody's wife, not right. Caitlin. I don't know. Cause she seemed to love Caitlin though, but maybe she loved Caitlin like in her own right and not as her yeah. son's partner. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting too, because she's pushing him to have grandbabies, which is interesting because Brandon has three now. So I think Linda can lay off Brody a little bit. I have never understood that. Like when, like there are people in my life and I have clients and stuff that, and I guess it's just cause I'm not like, I love my nieces and nephews. I'm not a kid person, but I feel like as a parent, if you get some grandchildren, that should be fine. Like, I don't get when parents are like, every child of mine needs to give me grandchildren. Like, it makes no sense. And like, she kind of, I thought that too, when she was saying that, I'm like, you have grandchildren with Brandon. Like, yeah. What's the problem? Like, you got some, you're good. Yeah. I actually took it more, it was a slight dig at Caitlin, but I also took it as a dig on Brody that like, he needs to figure out what type of person he wants to be before he keeps trying to be with someone else. Yeah. Like Brody always has a girlfriend. Like when he says he's not interested in girls, that's a lie. And I'm sure his mother has met hundreds of them at this point. Well, and let's be real. I'm sure this Amber chick is over all the time. Like yeah. you can say like, oh, it's not serious, but I bet she's over there all the time. So yeah, it's just, he's not exclusive with her. Yeah. So I think his mom is also saying like, well, you're not going to find someone until you figure out what the hell's going on in your own yard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's teasing him a little bit, says there's no pressure about the kid thing. And he says, well, I'm in a committed relationship with my dog. And that's that's the thing that Brody said this episode that I resonated the most with. I'm in a committed relationship <laughs> with my dog, too. Um, he mentions to his mom that he's hanging out with someone else, a.k.a. Amber. Um, and he says something about how his mom gives the best advice. And then somehow it transitioned to Elvis. And I was so excited to hear Elvis that I lost track of what he was saying. So what he said was that my mom had shitty relationships. And so she didn't get into the the dirt with me about what went down in those shitty relationships. But what she did was explain to me as what I should be doing instead. Okay. Kind of like my mom like went through all these terrible experiences, but instead of saying, these are the terrible experiences I went to, she took from it and then just said, this is what you should do to have a good experience. Okay. Gotcha. What, what I want to know is when they were talking about dating, 
She's Linda says, Tom tried to get me on Raya. Who the fuck is Tom? I don't know. Her friend? I'm like, obviously, it's not a boyfriend because he wouldn't be trying to put her on a dating app. Like, I don't think she has a child named Tom, does she? Not that I'm aware of. A friend? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I wanted more info. And then she talks about starting an OnlyFans, and I fell off the couch and screamed with joy. Yeah, and Brody was like, you can't do that, Mom. She's like, I can't just show a little shoulder, and I bet she could. And tell some sexy stories? <laughs> yeah. I Like, if she just talked about Elvis all the time, I would sign up for her OnlyFans, just to hear Elvis stories. Yeah, I bet a lot of people would. I'm sure. Yeah, why not? Um, so then in another scene with Ashley and Jason, that was actually very sweet. Um, they are on their way to have an ultrasound and I'm assuming this is pretty early, like one of their early ultrasounds, which is why they're so nervous about it. Um, I thought she said nine weeks. Okay. Yeah. That's very early. Um, so she's very nervous and she feels she and Heidi are both on this thing where they feel like they've quote lost so much time. I think, you know, maybe that's something that I haven't asked any of my friends who are pregnant or have a second one now, if they felt like a kind of a rush after having a first kid, I'm not sure, but maybe that's a common thing. But I noticed well, that they, they both said it like that. I, I, well, I thought what Heidi was talking about, and I could be wrong, was her age. Well, I and think that she was going to age out. of having, I think like, Ashley I, was implying that too, because, you know, like Jason's relapse and then they had a miscarriage and now this one she said she yeah. feels like she's lost so much time yeah i mean i think because i mean technically anything i think it's 34 and over is a geriatric pregnancy so yeah what a horrible adjective for yeah. that um, kind of like the new term geriatric millennials which is my new favorite term ever <laughs> um so anyway they roll up in the massive truck like massive trucks and oversized clothes. That's what was happening in this episode. Um, and this is clearly, this is one of the more COVID-y things we saw on the show because Ashley goes in for her ultrasound alone and Jason can't go in with her. Yeah. So he's actually participating in the ultrasound via video um, and they find a heartbeat and they are both so excited. Jason has to wipe his eyes because he's overcome, which is just so cute. And he says that, you know, his favorite moment of every single day is when Delilah runs up to him and is happy to see him at the end of the workday. And then eventually Ashley comes out of the hospital or clinic or whatever. And he like runs out of the truck and they hug. And it was, it was real cute. Um, I half slept through most of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say the subject matter floats my boat, but like, it was sweet. Do we think that they named their daughter Delilah after the plain white tea song? Maybe. That was one of my dog's names growing up. So I have a hard time with that one. No, I, I like the name, but I just feel like that song was really popular at the height of like the Hills, the original Hills. I feel like it would be a song they both were into. So I was just wondering. Could be. It also reminds me of Lisa Rinna's daughter now. Is that her daughter's name? Delilah and Amelia. Oh, that's right. Uh... Amelia is the one that dates Scott now. Yeah. The younger one, of course. It's Scott. <laughs> so... Oh, we're back at Heidi and Spencer's in our next scene. And Frankie's wife, Jen, comes over to make a vegan cake. And she says it's so good. She never tells anyone it's vegan, which I, as a vegan, appreciate because I also do that with baked goods. And it's kind of fun. Um, but she says the frosting isn't vegan. I screamed. 
what is the point then? That doesn't make I, sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. None. I, well, and also like if you can make a good vegan cake, you can make a good vegan frosting. Like that's the easy part. I know. I thought I it was really weird. Yeah. And why was she teaching Heidi how to bake this? Oh, would you like to know the real reason why I think she was trying to teach Heidi to bake this? To promote her business. Sure. Why in the context of this show? Why Heidi wants to, allegedly Heidi wants to learn how to bake, but I'm sure it was like, hey, I want to bake on the show so that it'll draw traffic to my Instagram or whatever the fuck and I can sell more cakes. Oh, I did. That was the real reason. Yeah, I meant to look up her cakes actually. Because you know I want to know now and I'm going to compare my own vegan cake recipes to hers. But Heidi admits that she's really good at making cakes from the box. Yeah. Um, and there's no shame in that, by the way, Heidi. Um, I was too distracted by the fact that Heidi looked like what I imagine a 1950s blow-up doll would look like. Um, I actually kind of liked it. No, I liked it. <laughs> but I mean, it's it was the juxtaposition of the very like, 50s 60s hairstyle and kind of outfit with her fucked up big lipped blow up doll face like yes. it just like it didn't work it was like two competing things going on at the same time yeah she kind of looked like the um the original barbie silhouette like the original yes. yeah, yeah yeah the original barbie logo um but i like heidi with a high pony with a little scarf in it that was cute but there was a lot of face happening it, it was cute. It was totally cute. It just didn't. She looks like a porn star in a 1950s porno movie. Like the yes. today. Like, uh, you know, it just didn't. I don't know. It, it, or maybe a Playboy Playmate going to a sock hop themed. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yes. <laughs> um, but then Gunner is back and he helps make the cake, which is cute. You can um, see, I, you can see him stirring things. And I loved in her confessional where Heidi says, Jen is an awesome wife, mother of two and has a business. She can have it. She can have it all. She proves you can have it all. And I really wanted to say to Heidi, like, well, I guess for you, one out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Pratt daddy isn't successful, Heidi? Jeez. Well, no, Heidi meant she should be successful. Oh, like okay. Because Jen has a business. Okay. I don't know what Heidi's business would be, but. Yeah. Um, And they decide that they, when the boys play poker, they need a night to let loose. Yes. Um, But what I liked about the scene is that she and Jen seem like friends. They do seem like friends. Yeah. They do seem like friends. Heidi doesn't seem to have a lot of girlfriends. So it was nice to watch her just like baking a cake and chatting with someone that seemed like her friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was distracted because Jen has, and I hate that this is fucking back and Audrina has it too. Those two highlighted pieces just in the front of the hair, like at like where the middle part would be. No one needs that to come back. Well, it is. And I want to kill myself because it took like, it was around for forever. I feel like I just got some of my clients broken of the habit of it. Like only a couple years ago and now it's back and I fucking hate it. Yeah. So then we get to the, eventually we get to the poker night and the girls night. Do we want to talk about them separately or do we want to go back and forth as many times as the show did? Um, we can go. I actually only have like 
half a page of notes. Well, I guess like three fourths of a page of notes stuff. So we can go back and forth. Like an order. Okay. I think it's okay. Fine. The girls' night just isn't that exciting. I feel like the poker night is where the notes are. So yeah, agree. But, all right. So we are at Brandon's. And he is again assembling, not a cheese board this time, although there is cheese present. It is a charcuterie board. Um, he is cuckoo for food on boards. That's Loves his thing. It. Yeah. And three pizzas. Yeah. But I didn't see anyone eating. Um, no, but I, I don't know. Uh, Frankie ate the pizza. He did. Yeah, I think so. Um, so Justin is there, Jason, Frankie. And Danny's apparently hiding in the basement and being <laughs> waiting for her cue call from a producer at some point. Um, and then Spencer arrives and Spencer doesn't know how to play poker, which shocks me. I was shocked too, because I thought he was a big Vegas guy back in the day. Although you don't have to play poker to be Vegas guy. I guess you could just be Vegas club guy because he I, claims to hate all forms of gambling. It just feels like such a rich LA kid thing to do like the boys play poker yeah I I was I was as shocked as you were um he also says I don't know how to play and I have no money I spent it all on crystals um I he had a <laughs> lot of good quotes this, this scene like a lot and he is he's summing himself up with very few words that's exactly what you did Spencer you don't have money because you spent it all on crystals yep yep um and then Brody arrives and Brandon is starting to fear bringing Daniela around all of the dudes, which I could have told you that. Um, and he brings her out and I, my note says who fucking cares? Well, no, but she comes in from the front door. Oh, she did. She came in from the front door. Yeah. She like knocked and came in from the front door. Um, also she's now Danny. Oh, okay. All the nameplates that I don't know why she went from Daniela to Danny, but all of the nameplates this episode it was Dan D A N I. So I okay. don't know what the fuck's going on okay. with that. Um, why they suddenly changed her name from episode one to episode two. They've been back together for a minute, and Brandon is just, you know, trying to have a storyline with this pretty face. And I just wrote, Danny, I want to be on TV. Like that's all I'm getting from her. Like the showing up for this poker night. Like it's just I mean, not necessarily her, but I think the producers wanted to add more people in. I'm not really buying this relationship. She had one, she has one moment later that made me laugh, but we'll get there. Um so Frank and I were texting on the side as we were watching it because we were all confused that Jason was at a poker night because gambling is one of his addictions. And then, you know, in the next segment after a commercial break, he explains that, that Ashley wasn't really thrilled. And we see her reaction when he tells her about the poker night, she was not thrilled. Um, we l learn that they had to sell their house because of his addiction to gambling. Well, we knew that, but they reiterated it here. Like yeah. And he has his own fund of money for this sort of thing. Well, what I, what made me really love Ashley is when they're in the car and she asks what the buy-in is and he says $500, like it's nothing. And she's like, $500. I was like, me too, Ashley. Me too. Like yeah. that's a lot of fucking money. That's not yeah. nothing. No. Especially and for like a friendly poker night. Yes. But Jason also earned some points in my book because he said like, it's been very key for him to remember that there's a lot more to lose now. Like it's not just him. He has yeah. a wife and a child and she's pregnant. And like, it's, there's a much bigger picture that he needs to focus on. And I still don't like the fact that Jason's playing poker, but I at least appreciate he seemed to have some perspective about it. Um, 
Brody says he's so happy not to be married. Spencer is confused that there's no dice in poker. Dead. Absolutely dead. Um, I think there were two or three people wearing Gucci at the table. One of them was Spencer. Another one was Brody, I think. His t-shirt was, was Gucci. Oh, I didn't notice Brody's t-shirt. I really actually liked Spencer's shirt. I would wear that. I don't remember what his shirt was. It was just like a white short sleeve button up that had like little blue sort of like dots and lines on it. And then in very nondescript like bubble letters, it just said Gucci very small all over it. Okay. Like you'd have to be up close to even see it said Gucci, but I liked it. Okay. And then I think my phone auto corrected because I don't know what this note means. It says AirPods not moving. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I think my phone auto corrected something I typed. Oh, Audrina. It corrected Audrina to AirPods <laughs> because that's when they were talking about Brody's flirtation with Audrina and how it's not going anywhere, but you know, they do that or something. Anyway. Well, was that then? I thought the Audrina stuff was later. I don't know. I don't know what the hell this note means, whatever. Um, and then they, the boys ask Spencer how yeah, they- Yeah, the Audrina stuff is at the end of the episode when they really delve into it at the poker game. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Who cares? And they ask Spencer how he felt when Heidi threw out her birth control. And he says that he was going to dig it back up. And then he says that Heidi just started sleeping through the night. Yeah. And how again, old is Gunner now? I think he's almost three. Oh my God. But that's why I wrote in my notes that... um that Spencer's a great and thoughtful husband. Cause he was, that's when he said, he was like, I just want Heidi to have a little bit of a life before we have another child. Yeah. You know, he's like, she like Gunner got up every hour on the hour for a year. You know what I mean? She's had no sleep. She's had no rest. She's had no fun. Like, I just want my wife to like have a little bit of a break before we go through all this again. Yeah. Yep. So then we have uh, another scene at Frankie and Jen's. It's now ladies night. Heidi seems smashed from. Well, we know why later because she and Audrina were pre-gaming big time. Yes. Caitlin looks like an extra from Clueless. She's got, <laughs> yeah. she's got quite the wardrobe happening. It's very contempo casual. This like yeah. silk outfit she has on. Heidi is wearing a bra. A $3,000 bra. Oh, that's why. And apparently Audrina is too. Cause she said, Audrina's like, oh yeah, we're wearing the same bra. She made me wear a bra. And Heidi was like, it's a $3,000 bra. I'm like, I, was I was wondering why she was flashing it around because she didn't look particularly hot in what she was wearing. So I was like, what is she doing? I missed that. Yeah. It's a $3,000 bra. I don't like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know who, like who even makes a $3,000 bra? Victoria's like, Secret it, for their runway show? Bras, like a couple hundred bucks. Like, I don't know. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they say that Frankie is lucky to have Jen. Heidi is throwing him back. And Audrina says to Caitlin that it's very nice that Brody apologized to her in front of everybody, just like Caitlin said last week. And then Audrina said, we've all experienced Brody. Um, <laughs> I think that she meant Brody being like drunk and inappropriate. Yes. But it was just a very interesting thing to say to the woman who was married to Brody. It was just well, very... But let's, so this scene specifically when they were having this conversation, who knows what was really going on because it was spliced together so ridiculously because if you watch it, yeah. first time they slept on it, 
Heidi's in the jacket. Second time, just bra, just bra, jacket back on, just bra, jacket back on. So this conversation was so edited and mishmashed together. Who the fuck knows what order those words were said in? Who even knows what she was responding actually to when she said, we've all experienced Brody? That could, I mean, who knows what know. was said before that? Yeah. And then Audrina says in her confessional that like the new Caitlin is chill and happier and they have a lot in common or something because they're working on our, themselves. I'm, I, when we get together to watch and record in person, every time someone says working on myself, we're going to pound a drink. This is I'm ridiculous. Here for it. Well, I think that Heidi was pounding drinks when she shot her confessional. She seemed drunk in that confessional too. She and Spencer will get like there. Yeah. yeah, they do. And then someone says like, who knew coming out of quarantine, we'd need this. You are not out of quarantine yet. No, no. I'm very mad about it. And then back at poker night. Um, so Danny is amongst the boys. They talk about how they, that she quarantined with Brandon. Um, and is this where she eventually gets up from the table and leaves I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so this is where I thought she was a little bit cute because Spencer is now lit and is just like saying weird things to her. And she leans over her shoulder to Brandon and just mouths the word help. <laughs> and it, it looked genuine, like help me get out of here. And yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, Spencer also asks if next time they can play a board game. Which I'm totally on board <laughs> for. And Frankie and Spencer were the only ones drinking. And there is nearly a whole bottle of 1942 gone, apparently. They're the whole, they drank the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it's Monday night. And then Spencer drops his new iPhone. Although I will say about this, like when Justin Bobby in his confessional was said like, oh my gosh, like to drink an entire bottle of 1942 on a Monday night. Nights mean nothing to these people. They don't work. They don't do, every night is a weekend for them. I know. Like, what are they do? like, how is Monday any different than a Friday or a Saturday for them? It's not. I know. I get, I get what Justin is saying, but coming out of Justin's mouth, I want to be like, what if that's how Spencer feels free, Justin? Leave him oh, alone. God. <laughs> um, and then this is when they have the Audrina conversation with yes. Brody. And I wrote in my notes that it was very, it was the most forced segue ever. Like yeah. there was some producer somewhere being like, okay, talk about Audrina. Because for Justin, I mean, for Jason out of nowhere to just be like, so who's talked to Audrina? Like it was just weird. Yeah. And forced. And then Brody says that he and Audrina are like best friends that kiss, which sure. And then Justin Bobby says, well, I'm good friends with Brody and I've never kissed him. Where is that porno? I know. Where is that <laughs> fan fiction? Like I need that to happen immediately. Where's there's, that only fans? If there's someone to author that, my dear, it might be you. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Um, so I would sell my TV to subscribe to Justin Bobby and a Brody's OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. So then Spencer asks if they can do an eating competition. Spencer's killing it. The whole, like I'm living for all of this. I know me too. I don't want to play poker. I would rather eat chips and drink tequila too. Um, and then he says that poker is so boring. <laughs> and He's he not wrong. Up, nope. And then he gets up to go eat in the kitchen by himself. And Brody follows him and I actually appreciated Brody's concern in this scene because, you know, Spencer is enjoying himself, but he's also the only person really leaning in and enjoying himself. And Brody says, are you okay? 
you know, you're drinking a lot. Like it seems a little over the top, you know, are you okay? Um, and Spencer basically says he's fine, which I guess we'll find out if that's true or not. Well, I feel like this whole episode led me to believe that one of the spot lines this season is going to be that Spencer and Heidi are alcoholics. Yes. Because then we see Heidi spill drinks on people. She's throwing them back. Um, and then Spencer thanks Brody for checking on him. It says, I thought this was guys night out, not judgy guys out. <laughs> <laughs> and I am kind of with him in that when he said, I mean, if what he was saying was true, when he was like, look, I've been stuck at home doing nothing. Like this was my chance to kind of have a fun night out. And yeah, I'm going to drink and have a good time. Now, that is great if you've been stuck at home being sober. But like if you have been pounding him for the whole of quarantine when you've been home, then that's not as great of an excuse. Yeah. And then he says that guys nights out sure have changed. And it's really true. But I <laughs> I, I kind of get Brody's point of view because I have a few friends who have kids and I feel like I can't keep up with them. Like when they get a night out, it's you better be ready to go. Or else. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, one of the scariest things you can be at is a bachelorette party where half the bachelorettes at the party are married women with children. Because 100%. Win it. Yes. Yep. So, I, I mean, Brody and, or sorry, Spencer and Heidi are blowing off that, that parental steam, you know? Yes, they are. So it looks like next week is going to be a dues. Um, they're all going on a trip. Did we find out where? Well, so here's the thing. I actually rewatched this episode today at work. I carved out a little time to do it. And my next client showed up early. So I didn't get, like, I, I got up to the Spencer Brody conversation and then I had to turn it off. So I don't vividly remember the scenes. I, I just, okay. I don't remember they were going. I, okay. I know they're out. Was it Palm Springs maybe? It kind of, it looked like somewhere they drove. Um, yeah. But the big thing is that Brody shows up with Amber and Caitlin didn't know he was dating anyone. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, but allegedly he's not dating anyone. They're just fucking and hanging out. And who goes on vacation with their ex-wife? <laughs> um, someone there. who needs a TV paycheck. Yes, correct. And oh, then that's it. Yes, I did want to follow up on one thing from last episode that I should have said at the top. We did do a little bit of digging into Justin Bobby's financial situation. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what did you find out? Well, the mystery continues, guys. I mean, he does not come from money that I can tell, and his net worth is not super high. So, in fact, you know, for someone on TV, it's quite low. So if you have any intel and you want to share it with me, you know, please do. But I will keep looking. But, you know, so far nothing. What's his net worth? 115,000. Well, the, oh, I mean, it's not nothing, but I'm wondering, I, 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 cause I'm guessing he doesn't own anything then like in terms of a home. Well, he's such a nomad. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, if he has 115,000 in the bank and is living near next to nothing in Mexico like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could, and I, like I said, a guy like Justin Bobby, like his, like you, you know, the leather jackets and the motorcycles might be the most expensive things he owns. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Because we have, have we ever seen where he lives? Ever? I don't in think so. Original, we didn't in the original Hills, and I don't think we did last season. So who the, I mean, maybe he lives in like a shack somewhere. 
Yeah. We met his father last season and I did read an interview with him. He grew up in orange County, but it sounds like he grew up like a little rough around the edges. Like he talks about the fact that he was kind of a wild child and had a discipline problem. And, um, you know, that could have been a rich kid thing, but it didn't at all sound like one. So, yeah. I mean, so maybe he is just living off like show money and hair money. I don't, I mean, he was the like live in hairstylist for Maroon five. For years, apparently, when they yeah. were big, too. So, like, I don't know. Maybe he saved wisely as a young man. Well, if he only saved $115,000. Yeah. Well, anyway, we will see where that goes or if we have other fun stuff to look up. Yes. Um, all right. Well, we will talk to you all next week. Um, our next episode probably won't be coming out as soon as the episode airs as this one is. We pushed it up a little bit because both Mary and I are going out of town. She's going out of town for a while. I'm going out of town for the weekend. Um, so next weekend, we'll probably be coming to you again sometime over the weekend, I would imagine. Correct? Yes. Okay. Um, you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you in a week. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareB. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.